Hello and welcome to the SoCal Watches podcast, episode number 50. I'm your host, Jody, and I'm here with my two special guests today, Miguel and P. Ross. How are you, gentlemen? Doing great. Thank you for having us. Doing great. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Welcome, welcome to my show. Welcome to my show. Yes, sorry. All right. All right. Back to, oh, back to reality. Back to reality. Hey, hey, thank you so much for being on the show. This is such a big honor for us like i i told absolutely Pete, i'm like we're, we're gonna hit episode 50 what are we gonna do we've been doing this for a little over a year the podcast and we've had tremendous success with a lot of people a lot of microbrand owners and watch enthusiasts and everybody males females everybody and we're like jody but he's probably gonna say no and i reached out to him and said yes i was like oh my god we're freaking out like yeah, little school girls <laughs> <laughs> no, th- thank you, thank you very much for having me. Thank you for the invite. It's nice to meet you two guys, and it's nice to nice to chat. Hopefully about watches and whatever else over the next hour or so. Looking it's all to gossip. It. It's all going to be gossip. Gossip. <laughs> I know, I know. Hey, there's no shortage of gossip in this community, is there? For a, for a oh, bunch of fully God. grown men, there is so much gossip. Ab- absolutely. You would absolutely. think we were women. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, it's customary for uh, for P. Ross to introduce the, the, the guest, and I know this is a little different, but P. Ross is the stick with tradition. I mean, he deserves a proper P. Ross introduction, so why don't, why don't we make it happen, man? All right, well, let's make it happen, Dan. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah. right now, we have a legend in the building. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We have one of the greatest watch enthusiasts on YouTube right now. That's right. From... Just one more watch. And when he says just one more watch, he means just one more watch. <laughs> we have Jody. That's right. Down under. That's Give right. Jody. Thank you very much. I give, Welcome. I give Welcome, buddy. Thank you very much. Welcome. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was an intro. That was worth it. That was worth coming on just for that. Well, thank you. Always a pleasure thank speaking you. to you. Thank, thank you for coming on. <laughs> thank you. And just to let you know, we never, we've never done this on the show. We never drank on the show. Maybe water, or whatever. But for the first time, tequila and some soda right here in honor of you, Jay. Hey. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Woodsford Reserve, straight out Ooh. of Kentucky. Nice bit of bourbon. Uh, well, yeah. I have got, um, got a little yeah. Patron right here, son. I've got uh, an instant coffee in a Peppa Pig kitty's mug. So cheers. Up. I'll up. drink to that. I'll that drink is to so, that. That's Absolutely. so Jody. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, yeah. guys. Man, so Jody, for anybody living under a rock, I mean, seriously, if you're into watches, you know who Jody is. But just in case there's a few people saying, I don't know who this guy is, why don't you do a quick just introduction and, and you know, let us let everybody know who you are. Well, uh, my name is Jody, Jody Musgrove, and I am the, well, I am Just One More Watch YouTube channel. It's only me. I haven't really involved anybody else too much in the channel over the last few years that I've been running it. I'm also on Instagram as at Just One More Watch. Uh, probably don't take Instagram quite as seriously as I should. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm there occasionally just with whatever's on my wrist on the day. And also, I've tried to do Instagram live a few times recently. I get a lot of watches delivered, I guess, so... I've tried to do a bit of an unboxing. Very cool. I've been making videos on YouTube for four years now, but really the last three and a half years. Cool. That's crazy. I, I know you put out so many. How many videos a week? A lot. Oh, three, <laughs> three videos a week. Yeah. Every, every week for three years now, which is quite hectic. Yeah, pretty That's tough a schedule. lot. That's mm-hmm. insane, man. And you know, before we move on, P. Ross, I forgot. Wristwatch check. Jody, oh, yeah. what are you wearing? Oh, I am wearing today. I've just been making a video about this this morning. Maybe you can identify it on Oris. the webcam. Absolutely. It's Oris. Mm-hmm. This is the brand new Oris Caliber yeah. 400. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I've got a kind of you know, friendship with the guys at Oris Australia. They're, they're really good guys to work with. That's and cool. they've, lo- they've loaned me a whole bunch of stuff over the last couple of years. And they sent me this about a week ago. And I totally missed the embargo. I, my, my man at Oris Australia got totally confused about when it was supposed to be, you know, that the, the covers were unveiled on this oh, thing. Yeah. So I should have had a video up Friday night at midnight, or I thought it was Friday night, but it was actually Thursday night. So I'm just going to finish it off tonight and, and upload got it. it. But, Gorgeous watch. Uh, yes, whether it it's worth, yeah. I mean, I talk in the video about whether I think it's worth spending the extra money on the new caliber or whether you should stick with the Solita because 
It's a lot more. It's 50% more oh, for the okay. new caliber. How yeah. long have you had that in, in your possession? A, a few days, a I, week, two weeks? Yeah, I've had, it, I've had it for a week or so. You know, it's, it's materially just the same as yeah. the other Aquas. But with right. the new super movement, right. Did, have you noticed any? I don't. I know your video is coming out, but have you noticed any real difference with the movement? Or? No, no, no. Hmm. Just the, just the same, but with a super huge power reserve, and you know, it's it's nice and accurate. I've had it in the time grapher, and it's it's pretty it's much like a five day power reserve, right? Five day, yeah. Five day yeah. power reserve, yeah. And, right. and so ten year warranty, anti magnetism, ten year service interval. You know, it's got a great set of tech specs, but. You pay fifty percent more than the Salita powered one to get those tech specs. So wow. that fifty percent could that could be a very nice collection around your Aquas. So it depends how much money you got, I guess. As always, yeah, absolutely. Right. And this is this just is my sentiment. I might be completely wrong, but I know that Oris has been undervalued for such a long time, and they've been really making a push with their social media, with influencers and everything, and they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Is it fair to say that eventually they're going to make a way with third-party movements, introduce their in-house movements to other watches and maybe increase the prices and become more of a premium brand? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. yes and no. I think what they've done interestingly with this one is they haven't killed off the old quiz. So you can still buy the one with the Salita-based movement in it, which I think is a good move for them because people can make their own decision. They can decide whether they yeah, want to go in-house for the money or whether they want to stick with the you know, easily serviceable, replaceable Salita-powered one instead. So I, yeah. clearly they're moving up scale. This is a statement of intent for them as much as anything else, that they're where they're going in the future. Yeah, I reckon they'll try and push up in terms of price, but I think they won't lose sight of the... I hope they don't I lose hope sight not. of the kind of value. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. All right, cool. P. Ross, what are you rocking? Um, The vintage Loris. Okay, cool. On a blue Dakota watch strap. Very nice, man. Well, I just kept the classy. I mean, this is what got me really into watches. Classic Seiko SKX Ooh. 007 straps, close strap. Yeah. So I haven't worn this in a while, and I was like... I need to bring something special. And this is special to me because it's what kind of got me into watch collecting. Nothing real special about the movement. Everybody knows that. But it's just such a charming watch, you know, and I'm, I'm in love with it, you know, still three years later. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, is, that, is, that how long, is that how long you've been into watches? Yeah, the last so, so it's crazy, right? So I've been into watches my whole life, like everybody likes to say. I'm 37 years old. And I've had Casios and I still have my, my Casios from when I was little, my, my data banks. And so I like cool. aesthetically, I like watches. And then I kind of moved away and got really into cars, automobiles and all that stuff, fixing them up. And then it wasn't until, you know what? It wasn't three years ago. My son is five years old. He was in the belly when I started looking at watches and it was TGB. Honestly, it was TGB. Yeah. I went uh, yeah. down the rabbit hole and he brought me into watches and I was just looking for a cool watch. But then I was like, movement, what the heck is that? What, what do you mean automatic? And what do you mean quartz? And what, 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 what's that all about? And once you go into that rabbit hole, oh, God. So anyway, this is the first watch I picked up from Mark Long and watch. Uh, shout out to Mark. He's a cool guy. And ever since I got it, man, it just completely changed my life. So, yeah, it wasn't three years. So it was probably close to five years ago. And I just been going down the rabbit hole. And then YouTube for me about, God, going on two years and the podcast for about a year now. What about you, Pete? You've been collecting for a minute now, too. Yeah, yeah. Mine was kind of different because my father bought me a uh, a Timex back in the day. My father, he had a Rolex Datejust. So uh, when he bought me the Timex, it was kind of just like something that I just wore every day. That's cool. Yeah. And, you know, I would get watches here and there, but never like with the clairvoyance of like this Timex would be worth something. So. Right. I just kind of broke them all up and threw them up against the wall. Never thought about changing the battery. You know what I mean? And then it led me like a few years ago, about 10 years ago, I guess. My wife bought me an Invicta. You know what I mean? And I thought Invicta was great with streetwear. So I was rocking Invicta for a while. Then I went to Watch Gang. And then something happened like, I got tired of Watch Gang. I got tired of Invicta. I'm thinking, like, what else is it? You know what I mean? So I just started researching on YouTube, met this guy. You know what I mean? And I've been doing YouTube for about, I mean, all together, like, 12 years because I have another channel. 
but I've been in the watch YouTube for a year, like constantly just doing it for yeah. about a year. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Just a shout out to, we shout this guy out so much, Dave, uh, just to watch from Japan. He yeah. did yeah, something, he did something super special for us, Jody. He, uh, I had 35 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Uh-huh. He Ross had like what 30, 15, 30, 20, 30, something like that. All of a sudden, we wake up and this guy puts out five underrated YouTube channels, and I was one of them. And P Ross yeah. was one of them. All of a sudden, That's he really started cool. getting a bunch of subscribers, and it meant the world for us. And all of a sudden, I checked out all these other guys, and I'm like, you know, shout out to every single one of them. And P Ross and I connected. I had just started the podcast. I brought him on because he was a huge Invicta collector and a Watch Gang subscriber. I'm like, that's yeah. that's gold for a podcast. That that I, I want that, you know. So we did, and and then I invited him. And I'm like, you know what? You want to be my co-host? It's kind of weird running a podcast by myself. And he's like, yeah, for sure, let's do it. So 50 mm. episodes in, here we are, baby. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 50 episodes. I mean, that's that's a commitment as well because podcasting's different. You you gotta you're there for an hour at a time at right, least yeah. and you know and you've got to keep it flowing it's a different skill set i think to making a youtube video yeah. when you have the power of the editor you know you've got the mouse and you can do pretty yeah. much what you like with your footage after you record it but right. you only get one shot you only get one shot at a podcast yeah for sure and, and if you notice obviously we're taking this new format where we're recording things putting yeah. it on youtube but for a long time it was just our voice but people really like this and and obviously this yeah. is going on youtube this is going to go up on youtube so everybody listening you could you could see this on youtube and, and hopefully you enjoy it but yeah you're you're right jody i mean podcast is a completely different monster and you need to be able to speak and flow and kind of read the guest and every guest is yeah. different some people don't like to be asked certain questions and it's really difficult to tiptoe around that when you're trying to flow naturally and you're like wait wait, wait don't ask that don't bring that up don't it's it's difficult <laughs> yeah it can't especially for you have to go to work and Come home and just do it just for the love of, you know. And, and, and then spend a while recording my podcast, yeah. Right. Well, look, open slather today. Ask me whatever you like. No guarantees that I'll answer, but, you know, go for it. <laughs> go for it. You raw started off. Oh, right? <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's see. What we got? What we got? What we got? This is a good question. Right. There's no denying that you started the whole Chinese watch movement. Mm-hmm. What made you explore that sector of the market? I think um, I can't take credit for, you know, the Chinese watch thing entirely. I think there have been guys into AliExpress and this type of watch long before I discovered them. On YouTube? Not on YouTube, though. Maybe maybe I was the first person to go there on YouTube, but there's Watch You Seek pages, there's the best of AliExpress and whatever. My entire channel is pretty much a series of random, you know, fortunate coincidences, (laughs) occurrences. I got an email. I must have been kind of six months, six, eight months into the channel. And I got an email from a lady, or I assume she was a lady, I never found out, <laughs> called Gina at gearbest.com. Sounds like a lady. Said, oh, sounds like a lady. I'm, you know, right. I thought so. Thought so. I, I wanted to, to be a lady, so I, she was female <laughs> to me. And she said, hi, how you doing? You know, I see you make videos about watches. We sell watches. Would you like $100 worth, 100 US dollars worth of store credit? to buy some watches and make some videos. And I said, okay, yes, thank you very much. Yes, please. Right. And really the first watch that I found was that Tavis T801 mm-hmm. Rolex Submariner homage, automatic, an automatic watch. I'd never seen an automatic watch, $22. Although I think in fairness, I got the thumbnail wrong because they were about 18, 18 US oh, dollars. And I yeah. can't believe how much, how much watch was possible. And I recorded the video. I actually, you know, I said, look, it's a $20 watch. If you're prepared to take a risk on it, it's it's a $20 automatic watch. You still, right. regardless of how it goes, you still got a lot for your money. I remember I put it in a bowl of water and it, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't pass the test. So, it, <laughs> you know, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, but I, I uploaded this video and it just went off. And within a week, I had about 100,000 views on that video, which was Whoa. just incredible. And I thought, all right, well... That's great for my channel. I enjoy making the videos about, you know, budget content. The, the channel focus has always been on that kind of 500 US dollars or less end of the market. That's where I've tried to keep it. And right, well, there's, there's something here. There's something, there's something to be had with these kind of super budget stuff. My next one, I think, was a 
watch with Sapphire Crystal for about $25. And then, you know, got through the Gearbest catalog, found a few Caddisons and Guanchin, some of the brands that I still try and review. Right. And then I discovered Ali, AliExpress. And it is just, it's another rabbit hole. You know, so right, much yeah. stuff. For sure. So yeah. much stuff. Uh, and so, yeah, I've, I tried to keep that consistent. You know, I review a $20 watch and people are like, why do you review cheap watches? You should review expensive watches. And I review an expensive watch and people are like, why do you review to get back to the $20 watches? So yeah. I try I try and keep it balanced. I try and keep um, the Chinese stuff as well as the more expensive stuff up to the Swiss stuff. But yeah, it was just a you know, coincidence to begin with. But there's just amazing value to be had if you choose carefully from AliExpress, from Gearbest, from, from China. It's sort of straight to... Straight to market stuff, Chinese stuff. I agree. Well, I must say that I did purchase the Tavis because of you. Did you? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. But I, I got the I got the green dial version. So, yeah. Do you still have it? Yeah, yeah, I still got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I've, st- I've still got the Tavis. I've still got it in a drawer yeah. somewhere. Right. I'll, I'll I'll never get rid of that one. It's one of those yeah. kind of watches that has has right. meant something to me on the channel. Has done done me yeah. favors. So. The TV stays. Yeah, yeah I well, kind of think- toyed around with it for a while. Like, should I get it? Shouldn't I get it? Yeah. Then I look at your video. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that was so video. rude, P. Ross. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I forgot to turn the phone off. Oh, I was man. like, you know, should I get it? Shouldn't I get it? And then I finally said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it came. Yeah. And it was pretty nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, for, for the, the price. Yeah. For the price of a pizza, for the price of a pizza, you can have an automatic watch. Yeah, right. absolutely. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. thanks to you, I picked up the Pagani design. Now, I do have to say oh, that yeah. I'm not, I'm not into homage watches. I think everybody knows that, and I'm not a, a, a snob at all because I don't even own a Rolex or anything like that. But I, I like watches to have their own kind of DNA. Um, uh-huh. I know every watch comes from somewhere, and every watch borrows aesthetics from somewhere. I get that, but. And to me, an homage watch is just too much like a replica. And we'll get into that later because we definitely yeah. want to ask you. But sure. yeah, I, I, I bought it. And I, I see the hype around it, right? It's it's you get a lot for your money. And I get it. It's just not for me, but I get it. You know what I mean? Uh, but I guess one of the one of the follow up questions is you've done a lot of watch reviews. Can you tell us what's been the best watch and what's been the worst watch that you've reviewed so far? Uh, well, probably the worst is the easier, easier than the best. Uh, well, mm. you know, I, I send I send quite a bit of stuff back. I get stuff in for review, and I'm just like, oh no, it's not, it's not what it looks like in the renders, or it's not okay. what it looks like in your press shots. So I, I try not to review. I try not to rubbish watches. Nobody, yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, you know, no, nobody needs that. No, no, nobody needs somebody like me saying this watch is rubbish. Don't buy it. I'd rather send it back and let them, you know, go elsewhere on YouTube or do do what they do what they like. Uh, I I was reminded of a watch that I didn't actually review. I said it's the first time I've ever done this. I'm not going to review the watch because it was it should never have been sold. It was a one called a Fonderia Navale Condor. It was a big bronze Zenith homage. They had sent five of them out to YouTubers, okay. and all all five had defects. Ooh. And I was like, well. You, you shouldn't be doing that. What do, what do you think you're trying to do here? So I just sat in the chair, looked at the camera, and, and kind of went for it. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. I remember that one. I think I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, companies should not be. But, you know, if, if you're going to try and use YouTube, use social media as yeah. a platform to market your company, then that has a flip side. And it doesn't always go the way of the company. It, it doesn't always go the way they want. If the product isn't up to snuff and if YouTube reviewers – decide that it's not actually as good as the company says it is. And that's yeah. up to us, I think, as reviewers to make sure that companies are held honest. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. We recently ran to a, a bit of a hot water there with, with something in honesty and whatnot. And we actually, we, we just released a podcast talking about honesty and being honest in the watch world, whether you get yeah. free stuff or whether, you know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of people mm-hmm. don't talk about that. Like, oh, I got paid, yeah. but I'm not going to tell anybody. Or... Yeah you say something but you're saying something in regards to specs or style or design because somebody told you that from the company and you come to find out that that's an absolute lie um so i I watched i watched your podcast i know the watch you're talking about oh yeah okay and (laughs) i i've seen that watch with a couple of other different brands on the dial yeah 
Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on. Moving on. So the best, the best, <laughs> best watch you've reviewed, the, my friend. The best de- depends on the price. You know, there's there's great watches for fifty dollars. There's great Chinese stuff. Um, I still go back to the Helm Helm dive watches. Yeah. One of my favorite micro brands. And you know, whether I'm responsible or not, it's almost impossible to buy a Helm these days. I don't know why, but the guy who owns the company mm. hasn't started making larger batches he still makes 100 or 200 and i think he could sell 500 a time there's yeah. a bun fight mm. every time he releases them helm vanuatu kind of reframed my expectations of what you could get for 300 usd just That's, amazingly yeah. well built well constructed not a homage original design iso tested by the guy who owns the brand you get a hand signed card thanking you for your business just amazing They're kind of the best of the micro brands for 300 bucks. That's super cool. cool. Yeah. Hey, micro brands all the way, man. And we've had some brand owners here and, and, and it's incredible. I mean, I ended up buying a notice after we uh, had yeah, Wes yeah. and uh, incredible design. And when I got the watch, I was like, what the heck? Like I, I've seen more expensive watches and how is it that I got this for this price? And it's such beautiful design. It's well-built. And furthermore, you get the customer service, you become part of the family, right? And, yeah. and you could talk to them anytime and they're super cool guys. So, and those, those guys, are you both in Southern California? Are they, I they're am. local no. to you? I'm, I'm they're in, local I'm to me. They're local to yeah. me. Yeah. I'm in Ohio. Ohio, okay, okay. Yeah, but so I'm in California. There's, yeah, there's a kind of big Californian microbrand scene, I think, led by the guys that noticed and a few others. Yeah, and, and, and unfortunately, because of COVID, I mean, everything's kind of on hold, but yeah, they've invited me, Wes has invited me and I, I haven't had the time to make it out there, but I, I will definitely love to just because such humble people, seriously, everybody. Yeah. And, and like I said, we've had a lot of these guys on the show. It all kind of started off with, I think Monta was one of the big ones that we had just yeah, notice notice beers watches our friend, Nick, I mean, we've had him twice on the show, amazing yeah. stuff and, and amazing people. And they're just so humble, man. I mean, and, and that's the thing that we would never be able to get somebody from Rolex here or Omega or one of those big, companies and if they come they're just the pr people and they just don't care you know but these mm-hmm. people they pour their their lives their souls their money their everything into this and and to think that they take the time to speak to little people like us it's incredible yeah. you know it means a lot it means it, the world it's one of the nicest parts of running the youtube channel is that i have been able to chat to brand owners and you know 99 of the interactions i've had over the last four years have been positive because absolutely it's, yeah. it's mostly men, though. It's, it's such a male-dominated. You know, we referred to that earlier on. It's right. all guys. But, you know, good good guys. And I've spoken to guys in France, Switzerland, Germany, the UK, Australia, all over the place. And they all do it because they all do it because they love it. You know, we're all, we're all here because we love watches. Yeah, absolutely. No, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. And I know there's more females coming into the game, maybe not as brand owners. I know there's that brand and I, I'm sorry, I forget the name of the brand, but they call some the Neptune is one of their models. Lori, 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 I know there are a couple, yeah. right? So we haven't oh, had really? a okay. show. Yeah, okay. so it's a husband and a wife. And then more females, obviously, in the space. Um, uh, you know, Jenny L on YouTube, huge. And then yeah. too. I mean, the cats, yeah. obviously they're, they're the friends, cats, of the, yeah. they're friends of I, podcast as well. So I think, I think the, that's, that was well needed. I think you yes, see the popularity absolutely. and the success of Jenny L. It's great to absolutely yep. have a female face for, for women and also for men just to not yeah. look at other, other guys. <laughs> oh yeah. True. No, absolutely. It's absolutely true. Yeah. And and not only that, but in, in my opinion, it even inspires you if you have a girlfriend, if you're married or whatever to say, Hey, you know, I'm into watches and I absolutely love watches, but you don't want to yeah. hear a guy talking about watches. Here's a female from a female perspective. And I mean, it may yeah. change things. Maybe you might get them into watch collecting or something. I don't, I don't know. You know, yeah. So definitely, definitely, yeah, sure. definitely it's been a, a good thing. And that's been Absolutely. something good to see over the last couple of years. And I hope that continues. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, and it will. It will. They're, they're trailblazing, you know, the, the, the next generation right. of, of women. And, and this is incredible. And we love it. You know what I mean? And, and the cool thing about uh, watch collecting, too, is that it's so diverse. I mean, look at all three of us. We're all from different parts of, of nationalities and different parts of the world. And, and we're here. We have something in common watches yeah. whether you like a rolex whether you like a replica watch or an homage watch at the end of the day the core thing that we like is watches right so right. true speaking of replica watches <laughs> what is the difference in your opinion 
between a replica watch and a homage watch. Yes, please tell us, Joe. Oh, very nice segue, by the way. Um, I think two, two, two differences, right? There's one physical difference, and that's the brand name on the dial. But I think more than that, there's the intent behind the watch. And I think okay. a replica is intent to deceive. It's there to try and tell you that something that's not. I genuinely don't think anybody buys a homage watch trying to persuade someone, trying to convince anyone else that they own something they don't have. All, all a homage watch says is that they appreciate the design, but maybe they can't afford it. Maybe they don't want to spend the money on it, but they still appreciate what it represents. Whereas a replica, nah, that, that's saying something different. I've never understood I've never understood fake watches. It's like fake handbags, and I've never really understood why you'd want to pretend when you know you could just have buy something else. You buy a single, mm-hmm. buy an Orient, and enjoy that for less money than you could this kind of fake thing. So, right. the brand name on the dial and the intent behind the brand name on the dial. Right. That's, yeah. That's, my, that's to me the difference. My whole thing with homage watches has been like, I have a few, and I don't pretend that there are Rolexes or uh, I don't know, a magazine, you know what I mean? I just yeah. accept them for what they are, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I like the design of them, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, hold on. I'll, I know, I know it's a podcast, but we're on video as well. I have got absolutely within, show us within reach. I have got that is, you know, Guan Chin, hundred dollar. Oh, that, nice. that looks good. But, yeah. but yeah, one of the Chinese specials, I have got a uh, Mark and Son. GMT, which is sort of, but not quite. And I've got the the ultimate, the ultimate super controversial homage, the Genoa Ocean Rover. Ooh, yeah, I was, was going to ask you, man. Nice. I was going to ask you between Genoa and, and Steinhardt. I mean, those two brands, yeah. different. Different, it's different. Similar I mean, somehow. <laughs> I think Steinhardt, uh, Steinhardt are the kind of up there with the best of the homages if you want something that has got well but steinhardt makes stuff that has originality they do a great diver's watch and a great gmt they do a titanium so you don't have to, even if you buy steinhardt you don't have to buy a homage do you know i bought my ocean rover at the beginning of the channel because there was so much hype around the watch and because there was so much controversy around the watch and i made a number of videos i kind of did a long-term approach with it and amazing watch, just for, for the money you got, the way it was finished was incredible, the, the Mark I. And then the gossip, the big article came out last yep. year. I and I think a lot of people uh, either deleted their you know, videos or they kind of backed <laughs> away from the brand entirely. And I thought, well, I'm not, you know, not going to delete my videos because I paid for that watch. I can see what I like about it. And I, I left my videos up there. Right. But, you know, there was always the smoke and now there's the fire. And uh, I'm not sure that they can come back from that as a brand. I don't think there's any, right. you know, maybe, maybe the guys who would have bought the brand before the article will still buy the brand regardless. But I don't think they're going to find many new customers in the community given the association. Yeah. You know. So do you wear the watch? Do you find yourself wearing the watch or not anymore? And just kind of burn? Yeah. Nothing more. Man, that that yeah, sucks. Are you going to sell it? Or what are you, you going to do bit. with it? Again, I think it's a watch that's just going to sit in the box next to the TVs, probably, and a few others. Right. That are, you know, milestones. Milestones in the, uh-huh. in the channel life. life, life. Well, yeah. well, let me ask you real quick, because I'm just curious. I mean, so many videos every every week. Um, how much money do you spend on a monthly basis on watches? And furthermore, what do you do with all these watches? I can't imagine you having a pile of just watches sitting there. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. do. The room I'm in at the moment probably has a hundred watches in it, which is maybe, maybe. It's a watch story. Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm not the only one looking silly. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, This guy. I'll probably, I'm probably a month away from State of the Collection. I do a State of the Collection in late November. And usually there's a kind of panic sale where I'm like, come on, Jody, you cannot show people this many watches. You need to sell a few. And this year it's just gone wild. It's just too many. But I, all year this year, I've been trying to do uh, three videos a week. I try and do one borrowed, one bought, and one sponsored to try and kind of balance out the content. Now, that means I'm buying 50 watches a year or maybe not quite, but maybe a number of watches. I, I guess when I first started the channel, 
I started buying like the cheap Casios and thinking, how many views do I need before the Casio is paid off and trying to work that way. But now as the channel's getting bigger, I know that I get some Google ad money from making the videos. Right. I can buy a, I can buy a Seiko for $350, make a video about it, sell it for $250 and buy another Seiko. And, and I'm okay with that because I'll have made a couple of hundred off the video. So it kind of balances it out. Yeah, it makes sense. Allow, yeah, allows me to keep the content going. But I have found myself not blinking about spending money on more money on watches. You know, that my, my threshold has gone up since I started the channel. Maybe because I know I can get rid of them easily if, you know, make a couple of videos and move them on. But yeah, I, I spend some some US dollars, maybe 500 a month, sometimes maybe a bit more than that. Wow. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. I mean I, I guess you don't get in trouble with your wife because all the money's coming from the business, if you will, is not coming out of your own yeah. money, your no. bank account. So my wife my wife gave up entirely about <laughs> two and a half years ago. She just gave up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at Which this point I know that's right. So at this point, do you think that you are an addict like us? Or great what? question. Uh I think it's okay. <laughs> it's I okay mean, to admit. It's okay. It's okay yeah. to admit it. <laughs> my, my name's Jody. I'm a watch addict. Uh, Me too. Yeah, I think I've always had tendencies to collect and to over collect. Uh, I've seen that throughout my life with bikes. You know, I own seven push bikes. Ooh. Who needs who needs seven push bikes when you can only ride one at a time? Who right. needs a hundred watches when you can only wear two at a time? But yeah, right, right. Yeah, but now I've got the channel, and that's my ultimate excuse. I can say, "Well, look, it's cool. It's it's for YouTube. It's not for me. It's for YouTube. It's for, it's for right, YouTube. Right, 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 right. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. That's what's up. That's what's now, up. I, well, I notice that you you do buy a lot of watches, but it's mostly for the channel. But how often do you buy a watch for yourself and say, "No, this is for me. Like this is for me to keep, and I'm going to spend a little bit keep. more." Yeah, the last the last one I bought, I've actually got one of the relatively new uh, Seiko Turtles, the Willard reissues. I nice. got a I got a good deal on one, um, which took took ages to arrive, and I think it should be here next week. Okay. And the one before that that I bought with an intention of keeping was a Doxa two hundred. So that was about I, I got it slightly used for a thousand Aussie. So a good good I know I could sell it for a thousand Aussie. So I was that's like, great well, value. Yeah. Why Why wouldn't you? But yeah. Um, yeah, I gave it a bit of a hard time. I reviewed it and yeah, gave it a hard time. So yeah, it made me that particular watch made me think about whether I give a harder time to something that is bought, borrowed, or sponsored, and the different ways that you treat the inevitable kind of subjectivity that comes into your watch reviews, depending on whether they're sponsored or you've borrowed it from a friend or you borrowed it from somebody you don't know or you've paid money. For sure. And and yeah. it's it's a fine line to to walk, in my opinion, because now that my channel is getting a little bit of traction and the podcast getting yeah. some traction, people are reaching out to us and they want to let us borrow watches and whatnot. But it's a fine line to walk because you want to be objective and you want constructive criticism, but you don't know mm-hmm. how the company's going to take it and if it's going to burn the bridge and people are going to go like, oh, no, that was it. Like, I'm not letting you borrow anything. But at the same time, you need to be honest with your audience because you don't want yeah. them to spend their money and then go, well, what the heck? What, what was Peter right. and Jody and Miguel recommending that this is garbage? For sure, they got yeah. paid for this. Right. But it's also scary, too, when you think about it. Uh when you have something and you know that it's trash, but then it has fanboys, so then you have to deal with that too. You know what I mean? So Invicta comes to yeah. mind. I mean, you know how that goes. I didn't say that, but yeah, you can say that. Uh, yeah, Invicta have a big, big following, but um, yeah. also their watches have a big kind of um, group of detractors as well. I've only ever reviewed their Submariner clones, the Pro Diver and the 1953. They're the only right. two yeah. Invictas. I'm not really into the other ones. So leave yeah. that. But there's, pl- there's plenty of guys that love them. Yeah. Jody, oh, you yeah. should review a, a Venom. What are you talking about? This is the greatest looking watch out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, 53. You know? Yeah, yeah. P. Ross. 50, P. Ross, actually. 50 millimeters. You How know many did you have? Okay. Well, I'm down to one now. He's sold them. He's been selling a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. 
and buying and buying other stuff. You know what I mean? But it's all good. More more respectable stuff. You know? Not that Invictus not respectable. Like we're not yeah. gonna get in trouble here. But <laughs> not, nothing wrong with it. Not if you love it, if it speaks to you and you, right, you enjoy right. it, then that's all right. that matters. I mean, Absolutely. and I think the venom that I got, I'm actually gonna keep because I kind of like it. But it's sentimental value for you yeah. as well. It has some yeah. some attachment. So that that's okay. Right. Pete. That's so, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, that, man. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, word up. Yeah, cheers. 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 <laughs> so we already know you do three videos a week. Yes. So uh, how many videos are already scheduled at, the t- at any given time? Uh, none. I, I am none. No. I'm, I'm the kind of hamster sc- scrambling on the wheel, you know. <laughs> I, I generally... I record a video and then I hit upload. I, t- I try and do a Wednesday, a Saturday and a Sunday. Okay. But I generally do the Wednesdays on Wednesday and half of the Saturdays on Wednesday. And, you know, so I, the, only time I ever, the only time I ever have videos uploaded in advance is when I'm going on holiday and I've, I still do three a week, but I try and so that week before I go on holiday, I've got to do six videos to try and wow. do for the week. But it's, so, you know, when it, it takes a lot of time. So where do you, where do you find the time? And I'm always a bit last minute. I'm just slightly disorganized. So that's how I've always done it. So I've always wondered just because you do, I, I, I envy your style of videos. You're so, so fluid and it seems like you, you rehearse everything. And I, I know for the most part, you probably don't. You're just kind of, you have the bullet, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you have bullet points, you know what you're going to talk about and you just kind of spitball, right? You just kind of freestyle everything and just, that's how yeah. it comes off across. I don't, I don't know. Is that, is that true? Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever written. I've written two scripts for two videos where the one where I did the kind of is this Seagull 1963 fake? Um, yeah, because it, com- it, was, it was complex. You know, it was a real kind of story to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And then the top 10 movie watches, budget movie watches, which I did mm. a few months ago, I felt I needed to do something. But no, I never write scripts. I never write notes. I just maybe I'll rehearse it over the course of the week when I'm driving my car or I'm riding my bike or whatever. And I'll just, I'll know kind of what I'm going to say, but no, I just kind of off the cuff, which, you know, the power of editing, you can, you can record something right. five times, get it, get it right in the fifth time. And it's a painful process. Yeah. But then when you go to edit it, it looks beautiful. It looks like, you know, it looks like it's the most natural thing in the world, even though it isn't always. Some, so, right. some are easier than others. So paint the picture for us. How long does it take you to record a video? You, you pick up a watch, say, I'm going to do a review of this. And you turn on your camera and your lights. Yeah. How long does it take you? Not to edit, just to record over an hour, oh, two, two hours. Oh, uh, I think over, no, not, not all that long, maybe 30 minutes for the top down stuff and 10, 15 minutes for the, Hello. <laughs> on the whole for that stuff. But yeah, it, overall, once you start editing it, putting it together, Put in the B-roll, the loom videos, the macro, the outdoor shots, the wrist shots. It becomes at least a four-hour process for a really yeah. short video on a quartz. Up to, I did a top 10 this week. I did top 10 dive watches under $100. And even though that was quite an easy one because I already had most of the footage from previous reviews. I saw that, uh, yeah. It still took me 10 hours end-to-end, really, by the time I, I put it all together. That's so crazy. It's See, and mm. people don't realize that, man. And uh, I, I, I guess kudos to, not, not I guess, kudos to you. You have 160-something thousand subscribers. I lost count yeah. here. Yeah. Gaining subscribers so quickly. I, 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 I could have sworn the minute that you hit 100,000, it just kind of snowballed out of, out of control. Like I, every time I'll go on your page, it's like, man, this guy is just gaining traction like crazy, which is amazing. And I'm proud of you. Um, and, and, what I was, I guess what I'm trying to get at, and let me backtrack a little bit is the satisfaction that you get is that you work so hard on a video and pe- most people don't even realize this, or even if they realize it, they, it just doesn't, they just don't care. Right. So you spend 10 hours, 15 hours, 20 hours on one video. That's let's say mm-hmm. 10 minutes long or whatever. But when you put it out, you're kind of hoping for the best. Right. And you're like, Oh my God, this is going to do so good. I hope I get yeah. kudos from people. And I mean, for a person like of your caliber i think you do i mean i don't even know how you respond to the comments it must be insane like so many comments so many comments it's crazy you know but what advice do you have for smaller youtube channels like ourselves that we we spend so many hours in our passion and we put something out and just there's really nothing in return and and, and it's kind of you know it it makes you sad and, and it makes you think like why am i even 
doing this and then you remember it's a passion but it gets to you so what advice would you have for people like us like smaller youtube channels i mean i i guess it depends on the mindset that you go into that with and whether you want youtube's quite good they do that uh, it, they rate your last 10 videos so you're only as good as your last 10 videos i don't know whether you've got that on the youtube studio where you can see I, I maybe okay. spend too much time obsessing on the statistics. <laughs> yeah. I love because YouTube, you could just, you could just disappear into the statistics. Right. And so I upload a video and you wait and you come back in half an hour or you come back in three hours and you're like, it's eight out of 10. And you're like, oh, so <laughs> even though I get proportionally more views than maybe you guys do, it's the same. You're still judging yourself against uh, your last, your, 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 your last output. So it depends what you want from a video. I did a silly one this week about a kid's watch and I was hoping it would be well received, but it got a heap of dislikes mm. by comparison to where another video is. So you just, you never know. I love that video. My son was laughing that, that intro. Yeah, about, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I have so much fun laughing at my own video sometimes that it doesn't matter <laughs> if, and I just thought, all right, let's get the next one. Let's get the next one moving and let's do something slightly different. But, it depends what you want from it. I remember the early days of my channel and, you know, 2017 was a struggle the whole year to get anywhere. I mean, I remember getting a hundred subscribers and being just so super happy with a hundred subscribers. I, remember that. I, I think the whole scene was a lot smaller then than it is now. I mean, even the big guys, even TGV, he had less than a hundred K subs. Teddy didn't exist. Time right. Teller was, you know, I think Time Teller started just after me. Bruce right. Williams, you know, um, Federico, Christian from Theo and Harris. Those guys were still there, but they were much, much smaller. So the whole right. scene has, the whole scene has really mushroomed over the last few years, and so many more channels have have come in. You know, I always used to say everybody should have their own YouTube channel, and now everybody does, which is yeah. which is a great thing because there's so many more voices, so many more different uh, attitudes, opinions, just different ways of doing things. I mean, you two guys have very different ways of presenting, very right. different ways of putting a video together. I've never yeah. seen anybody dance with two Casio Royales on the wrist, Piros, like you did. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never seen that before. <laughs> you are you are unique. You are unique in the watch oh, space yeah. for that. Oh, yeah. And that, but that's you. That that's so you just bring your own right. style. You bring your own flavor. You find your own little niche, and you you. I've, I've tried to keep the channel improving bit by bit. I mean, I've, I like this. I felt this was important to me. I love that. A little bit mm -hmm. posher. So this is what I did when I moved house. And, you know, I'll probably look at adding, oh, I put a new microphone. I spent a good bit of money a yeah. couple of months ago on all of this. So you just, you know, if you just keep chipping away at it. But it does, it took me ages to get anywhere. And then once you get a little bigger, it just snowballs gently. Right. But it's just been snowballing the whole time really slow congratulations man by the way Thank that background I, I love that background when i when i it's first good, saw it i was like that's awesome yeah that was yeah. that's what he was pointing fake, at by fake, the way <laughs> yeah fake fake wallpaper fake sticky on wallpaper no way. really huh yeah it's, yeah it's supposed to look like polished concrete but it's just a piece of wallpaper i ordered from a company in brisbane and mm. i put it up nice. and then it fell off i came in from a party <laughs> i'd had i had quite a few drinks i came in from a party and the, <laughs> It had fallen off the wall. I was mad, and my wife wow. was still giving me a hard time. She had to help me put it back up. That's funny. Nail wow. it onto the wall. Anyway, anyway. That's why you don't buy replica wallpapers. <laughs> that's, that's a whole another. That's a whole other niche. That's a it's right. a whole spiral. Exactly. That's so funny. Well, let me ask you. You talk about your wife, and you talk about parties and whatnot. But you're you're you put three videos out a week, and it's crazy, right? Yeah. And you got to respond to everything. And on Instagram, you got almost thirty thousand. Um, followers, which is crazy because yeah. I could only imagine too the DMs and the likes and the comments, and it's crazy. How do you balance YouTube and, and Instagram life and your personal life? Is, is it and difficult? The, other, the rest of my life. Well, yeah, it is quite difficult. Uh, and it's not, it's not getting easier. I mean, I try, and there, there's a danger that you just get sucked in and you spend all of your time doing what you should be doing, which is reading comments, responding to comments, watching other people's videos and really being you know, completely into it. But I, I right. don't work full-time. I study full-time. So I'm, right. doing a, I'm doing a PhD and I'm two-thirds, I've got about a year or so left. So really that should nice. be occupying far more of my headspace as well as my time <laughs> than, than maybe I let it. Right. But it, it, it is difficult. I try and do YouTube on two specific days a week. Inevitably, it spills into the rest of the week. Of course. So, 
yeah, I, I don't have the answer to that one. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the end of PhD when then officially I will be full-time on YouTube. That will be my... My attitude has changed this year, as I assume many people's have. I used to work at Sydney Opera House. That was my right. main mm. source of income for five years and Sydney Opera House shut in March. And I have been completely reliant on my YouTube income. Um, wow. So, so it has made me change my attitude a little bit to the channel and to where I could see this channel going once I, once I finish up with studies and in the years to come. That's very cool. Well, you hit right an on. interesting point. I mean, you don't work at the opera house anymore. You're yeah. uh, 100% now relying on this YouTube money. But yeah. is it fair to say I've heard a lot of things, uh, a lot of different people say about YouTube, it, it doesn't give you a lot of money. The money really comes from the affiliate links and from people you make partnerships with. Is that true for you? I mean, I guess it's been, again, it's been interesting to watch all of the other guys who are now big on YouTube and see how they've set their channels up and what direction they've right. gone in. Because, you know, uh, Strap Teller, yep. Straps, Vintage, either like TGV became Watchbox, so he attached himself to a big dealer network. Teddy has done a bit of everything. He now looks like oh. he's going to be. You know, Teddy's, Teddy's an operator, make no mistake. I don't need to tell you that. Teddy's an no. operator. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's been interesting. I don't have the time. I never felt that I had the time to start selling straps or, or anything else. So I've set my channel up with affiliate links. That was kind of how I made it work. Right. But my biggest income source is the ad revenue. Really? So YouTube ads. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. And I've been, I get a million views a month now, maybe since last November or so for about the last 12 months. And that gives you a kind of steady base and you know anything else around that is a is a bit of a bonus. Wow. But yeah, so it's but I, I look at it and I see guys with, you know, the Casey Neistats and you know, these big big YouTubers. They must be. Uh, if I can survive, then these guys must be doing. Oh, really, absolutely. Really, mm -hmm. I mean, just one hundred percent. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So. Very so, cool. Thanks for being an open book, by the way. I, I know a lot of these questions are a little personal, but uh, thanks for answering these uh, okay. questions. I'm sure a lot of people listening and watching are, are very curious. And and yeah, like you said, you hit the nail on the head. There is a lot of people now joining YouTube and, and it's pretty cool. I mean, everybody has their own voice. And although yep. it seems like it's getting a little saturated, like our space, the watch space, um, what comes out of it is friendships, right? So friendships outside yeah. of the videos. And that's something we, we kind of preach and, and tell people, look, for our personal channels, we're not even monetized. We don't make nothing out of YouTube. But but the good thing that came out of it is friendships. And we're talking yeah. to you. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah. You know? That's good. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been, I've been trying to do... Yeah, sorry. Peter, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've been trying to do... I'm, I'm kind of on my own down here in some ways in Australia. There isn't a massive scene... Uh, Archie, Archie Luxury. I, I was just about forget. to ask you, have you met Archie? I have not met Archie. He lives, I don't think Archie would have too many good words to say about me if I did meet Archie. Different philosophies, shall we say. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. He, he's up in Brisbane. Um, there's a guy, Ivan, Perth Watch, over in Perth. And of course, Horology House was over in Perth as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and was looking, he was on an incredible trajectory. He Absolutely. Was just, heading for the moon and then he did a bit of an Icarus didn't he he, he got too close and just yeah anyway Man. Yeah. But, yeah so I've, I've been trying this year to um do a few more of these things to try and connect with people elsewhere um I did a podcast with a kind of video podcast with Ivan from Freehand Media I did one with a couple of guys the other day um in Western Australia again, just trying to do a bit more and try and kind of be more connected to the, the community, which is something yeah, I haven't absolutely. really done all that much. But yeah, it's, it's right. great to chat with people, great to meet people. Yeah, so, absolutely. So since uh, we're, we're on a personal level, Ooh, right? P. Ross. Very, very personal level. <laughs> all right. You know, I, I, I'm an OG, just one more watch fan. Me too. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, right. Absolutely. Sure. We are. Okay, now, you made a comment about TGV, couple years, and, and, and you know what? <laughs> hey, stop talking I, about. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious when you was talking about the watch, and you said, "Yo," but I, I don't, I don't have the privilege of being in the Navy Yard, and your facial expression was just classic. <laughs> Is there beef? Do you Is know the beef? beef? 
Do you know TGV? Is there beef? What's up? Is, is there beef? Well, there might be beef after this video, after this podcast airs. <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, oh, no. okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no we don't need that no, kind of heat. No, I, I, no. no. I have had a few, you know, tongue-in-cheek uh, comments in various videos. I had a tongue-in-cheek comment in, in a squally video that I did last week. Oh, because, that's right. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was like, well, here's something you might not have heard. It's a fully disclosed sponsored video of a squally. So, yeah. Right. There's, there's, a, there's a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a thing <laughs> in Australia they call tall... Tall poppy syndrome, you know, the, the flower that ha- his reaches for the sun uh, gets its head cut off. And TGV right. is number one. He was the first guy out there. He's the biggest guy out there. I, I have enormous respect for the way he puts his videos together and for what he has done to bring people into the hobby. I started watching his videos in 2015, which is why I started this channel. I would not have a YouTube channel if it wasn't for him. Right. I know you guys, you guys are yeah. the same. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He, he so has I, a yeah, big influence. I mean, oh yeah. Parker Jotter pen right here because of that yeah. guy. Seiko yeah. SKX because of that guy. I mean, I've got, I've got one of these bloody, hang on. I've got one of these. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, Pennell knives. Oh, yeah. Pennell knives because of that yeah. guy. I'm like, yeah. And, and I actually bought a spider co. Actually, bought a spider because of that guy. So, yeah, he's yeah, a huge yeah. influence. So, yeah. Yeah, huge, sure. huge, huge influence. And the way he puts his videos together, his intros and whatever, yeah. just not nothing but respect. Right. But you know, the, there are some things that he does that uh, I don't uh, do. And you know, I, I've never seen the pop up saying this video is sponsored. I've seen it on both of your channels. I've never seen it on his. And I'm, it's just clearly something that he is not prepared to do. Uh, I, I don't think he'll ever disclose sponsored content. And it's sad, man. Right. I, mean, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, we, we made a whole episode about it, and, and it's just not not a not a great look. You know what I mean? But uh, but yeah, that's thanks for being transparent about that. Oh yeah. All of a sudden, we lost connection. We were talking about TGV, and we lost connection with Jody. So we had to stop recording. And TGV hit the rim. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a, there was an electromagnetic pulse emanating from Philadelphia just yeah. at that point in time. I think. And <laughs> right, right, right. My computer. Man, I I don't want that to happen again. So we'll stop talking about TGV. Okay, stop kudos. talking about TGV. Talking about that guy. Uh, kudos TGV. If you're listening or not listening, yeah. kudos to you. You know, number I'm one. Number one, thank you very Number much. Number one, cheers, CGV. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And if I'm ever in Philly, then I'll owe you uh, opera tickets and a nice dinner. So hook me, right. yeah, look, look me up. Look me up. Absolutely. Well, Jody, let me let me ask. So we, we talked about a lot of different things, but one thing that mm-hmm. I'm curious about is what's next for you? Are you going to continue doing three videos uh, uh, a week or whatnot? Because you mentioned something that you want to do this full time. So what does that mean? Yeah. Five videos what, a week? Or what, what does that mean? Three videos well, a week. Yeah, I, do, I don't honestly think I could do more than three. I, I suppose I've got enough brands who want to see their products, who want to see their watches on my channel that I could do more than three videos a week. Oh, absolutely. I, I bet. I, I think what I'll do if I end up going full time is I'll put more into the videos, put a bit more polish on them a bit more editing and spend my time that way. I guess I, I, I guess I've got a choice. Do I make four videos a week in this, in this manner or do I make three videos a week, but make them a little bit more polished. And I think that's probably what I'll do. Uh, but also I, I'll, I'll probably end up starting a micro brand. I can see that. Mm. happening. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I, can see, cool. I can see that happening. I think I'm going to start working on that at the beginning of next year with a few to having something, to market towards the end of the year because I know it takes ages and I you know I don't want to get it wrong the last thing right. <laughs> that I need to do for just one more watch as a brand is to associate myself with a micro project that goes badly wrong but there's a whole other yeah there's a whole other thing there's a back end that goes with having a watch and selling watches and dealing with customers and quality control issues and shipping and lost packages there's a whole bunch of stuff that I don't have time for at the moment, but that's hopefully something I'll be able to have time for. And it seems like a logical thing to do. I know what yeah. I know what's good. I've got a fair handle on the market, and I know what I think people want from a watch. Absolutely. So, are you have you figured out? Are you going for a more vintage look or modern look? 
in a watch? Was, or a diver. He's going for a diver. I can't, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. But okay. what am I wearing? Okay. You know, what am I wearing? Okay. okay. Most I, see. Love? I see. Yeah. I told it's, you, P. Ross. I see. It's dive watches. People love right. dive watches. I love dive watches. I, I, I can too. barely swim. And yet I love dive watches because it's the look and it's the, you know, that versatility that it comes with. It's the whole kind of attitude. Absolutely. So let me ask you, is this a world exclusive? Have you talked about this in other channels? I've, I've, I've kind of mentioned it. I mentioned it elsewhere, but I... Um, How yeah, dare you, Jody? You should have saved sorry, that for the show. Sorry, guys. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I, yeah. But no, that's that's something that I, I will definitely look into. Whether it happens or not is... is you know, I, we'll see, I hope see it... it I hope it happens, and if it does, man, don't forget about us. We yeah. would love to. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I'll send you one each to review. Because how oh, could yeah. I review my? How could I review my own watch? I couldn't possibly review my own watch critically. That would be all kinds of wrong. Yeah, but, you know, there's no reason why I couldn't show it on the camera and tell you what right. size it is. And, right. you know, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I guess okay. there's there's ways there's ways around it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of micro brands, I mean, one question that I have, and I, I've kind of been wondering this myself because i have been approached by several companies again they're not offering yeah. any money or they're not offering to send the watch for free yeah. so i don't i'm not that big yet but i'm like if i do get that big how does it work like well, what do you ask for the watch for free or do you ask for a fee or do you ask for both do you like i gotta keep the watch and you gotta pay me i mean can you be kind of open with us and, and kind of let us know how it works so is it different with every brand i'm assuming it is some brands have money some brands don't have a lot of money I'm yeah i mean some it, it is different with every brand i guess i've built up relationships now i've been reviewing various watches from the same companies for yeah. years really for three years or so so some some companies and you know obviously when you've got a thousand subscribers or 500 subscribers what you can expect from a brand and vice versa is quite different so what right. you can offer a brand is, is quite different so i i think i've only done a couple of videos that i had to send the watch back because i'm okay. like well you know what, what you want from me is you want me to show an interested engaged very specific audience your product and if you're going to do that and you're going to hope to profit from that, then surely I should profit a little bit from that as well. So I've sense. got a lot of, I've got a lot of free watches over the years. And I've, at the beginning of this year, really, I decided that uh, that was very nice. But if a brand approaches me and they say, we want you to review our watch, then I ask for a small fee in addition to the watch. Quite often the watch, the Kickstarter project. And so half of that you know I, I don't know when that kickstarter project will eventuate if at all so that's that's kind of how i look at it I, I ask for a little bit of money that buys my time i worked out what my hourly rate is basically it's my hourly rate at the opera house trans translated into how long i put into a video and that's what I, I asked for if i approach a company if i say look hey i'd love to review one of your watches on the channel then i don't ask for Makes any sense. yeah yeah I, I feel right. that, that would be a bit cheeky to say hey how you doing I'd love to show you a watch. By the way, you know, here's my fee. I think that's that's kind of so that that's how I've done it. But as I said, everybody is different, and I've heard reports of people asking for four-figure sums to review a micro brand, and that's well, I'm sure maybe it's still worth it for the micro brands, but I I don't ask for anything like that. That's insane. Maybe you should, Jody. <laughs> maybe I should. <laughs> You're I, totally I, worth it, man. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know, I I I get to in some ways it's a it's a kind of even then people people say no people don't stop answering the emails they approach me and i say look here's here's my here's my deal you buy my time but you don't buy my opinion i um i still reserve the right to say whatever i right. want about the watch you know i don't think i've ever done a watch review where there hasn't been there is no such thing as the perfect watch because if there was right. it would probably be too expensive so you know it could always be cheaper and right some now. companies you know, some companies aren't interested in that they would rather have people who just say oh they really the great Americanism, gee, they really knocked it out of the park on this one, which I've heard in mm. more reviews than I care to, to mention. So that that's how I've done it. How how that will go in the years to come, you know, will will be for me to decide, depending on how things go. Sounds yeah, good. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, sounds completely fair. And I mean, you, you're growing your channel. It's it's a lot of hard work. So it's like it's it's your company, right? A a brand wouldn't be expected or would it wouldn't go to a marketing company and say, Hey, promote my product for free. Like that's stupid. Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> and yet, and yet a lot of, a lot of brands do expect that they, they expect to see, they expect us to put time and effort into reviewing their product. 
showing it to that very specific audience in, you know, I've seen your videos, Miguel, your B-roll is beautiful, your oh, macros, you. man, your macros are better than mine. You must have better, better gear. You get right in there. You make the watches look really good. And, and that's, that. yeah, that's, I'm, that's, I'm that's something that, sorry, sorry, <laughs> don't, don't mean to say it. You know, and that's something that I think brands should appreciate yeah. and not expect not expect to us to put the time and effort in for for nothing for their benefit. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Well, thank you, thank you for saying that. It means a lot. And and from my perspective, to be honest with you, I'm not a, a video guy. I just learned how to use a camera. And to be honest with yeah. you, and I'm, I've said this before, and I'm candid with you. I use an old iPhone, and I bought the macro thing from Amazon, hey. the little clip. And that's how I film my macro. So what you're that's seeing amazing. is from an iPhone and yeah. just the lighting and my son running in the background. But because my subscriber rate is so low, like 1200 or something, maybe they don't see the value in me or say, well, yeah, his stuff is good, but his subscriber is not that great. So he's not worth that much money. And it sucks, you know, because it's like they don't see our value. They yeah. just see a number, which kind of sucks because you never know. We may blow up at one point. And if we do, Absolutely. we're going to remember that and be like, you know yeah. what? I don't want to review your product. You, you, you said this right at the beginning. It's about making connections. It's about making friends. And Absolutely. it's about, it's, it's that balance where you don't want to burn bridges because Correct. you never know Absolutely. what's going to happen. And I know that if I review a watch negatively, I have kind of burnt a bridge. I, I looked at that Mark and Son GMT a couple of weeks ago and said, look, it's not worth the money. I do not expect Mark and Son to be sending me any more emails in the future. So that's that's yeah but there you go i had to do the right thing and say the right thing uh, yeah. unless they're a good company and they say you know what we'll take that criticism we're gonna we'll take we're, that we're gonna change that. it yeah. and, you know but, yeah, but again, like it's that. just it's just it's just my opinion it, it is the opinion of one man after all so they don't they're not under any obligation to li- listen to what i say so up to them now, have you ever given your opinion negatively and the company actually got back with you and said they appreciated th- and yeah yes some 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 do i think some some of them do some of them have i'm always complaining about clasps i think clasps are a bit of a shortcut companies mm-hmm. will spec on yeah it's the last thing they think of and i think i agree i've had a bit of feedback from some companies that they said yeah you look okay that was a uh prototype class but we have spent more money we've done a better deal a better okay. job That's in the good. production which is always good yeah because it's you know it shows they're listening not just to me but me representing their user, their end user, somebody who buys their, their product and wears their product. Right. I agree. Cool. I agree. All right, cool. Very cool. Well, we got about 10 minutes here left. So, Jody, this is the, the, the portion of the of the show when we go into other things. So you could talk watches, talk whatever you want to talk about. Floor is yours. You want to recommend something. Go for it, man. Well, I'm, Miguel, tell me about your cars. I've always been into cars, but I've never mm. tinkered because I always thought if you get a car wrong, I built my own bikes. I play around with push bikes, but they're cheap. And if you break them, then somebody else can fix them for 50 bucks. But if you get a car wrong, so what do you see as the correlation between those two hobbies? There seem to be a lot of guys that are into cars and into watches. Yeah, no, there is. But the money difference is huge. Uh, huge. Because you, you mess something up or I'll, I'll give you a sad story real quick. So I'm, I'm not a mechanic. I used to fix up cars, meaning body kits and rinse and lower yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. That's, that's the kind of yeah. stuff I was into. So S2000, I was really heavy into Honda S2000, had two of those babies. Yeah, I I sold my last one when my son was born and we had to get a family car. And yeah, my my wife, we were actually just talking about it. She saw one of my pictures like, oh my God, I I remember going, you know, top down nighttime, not top less, top down. (laughs) Don't don't get it confused. But uh, yeah, top down here in California, cruising. And it's just like, no feeling like it, man. But anyways, um, the... It's not just the money aspect. I had a, a good friend of mine. He was working on his car. We were younger in our 20s. And, you know, you don't have a lot of money. So you use the tools that you have. All your money is going into the car. And he lift, he jacked up the car to uh, work on his differential. And the car fell on him and crushed him. And he died. So the oh. I don't see that happening with watches, right? You could open up a watch and work on it. And I know it's very grim. And I'm sorry. It's Halloween, actually. So yeah, it's, it's okay I was talking about this. But, yeah, it's it's... It, it, it's it's different but it's the same if you like the mechanics and you like the aesthetics that's the the kind of correlation 
But as far yeah. as money, I I think I mean you could go really expensive with watches, but with cars it gets really expensive really fast because you buy one thing, but then you put it on, and then that thing messed something else up. You can't mess with the suspension without buying this other thing for the suspension, and then taking yeah. it to get aligned, and it's just it's just crazy. But yeah, it's, it gets really expensive, but it's nice, man. I mean, I I appreciate the mechanics of everything, right? The aesthetics and mechanics. So yeah. I, I would recommend yeah. it if you have money. <laughs> if, if you mm. if you got money, I, I always yeah. figure. Like I've done some watch mods, and I haven't owned a car that I haven't modified in some way. So there's definitely that kind of there desire to make them your own. Absolutely. My last car actually was uh, Acura TSX. Oh, I think that's nice. what it is. Which is it's a Honda Accord over here with a K24. Absolutely. K24. Oh, what a! I loved it. Old car, but just so good. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I I tinkered around with that one, got the VTEC going, and you know, rechipped it and whatever else. So I think there's definitely they're they're kind of natural bedfellows, cars, absolutely. Watches. I don't know, maybe it's just guy hobbies, but I think people who are into one quite often are into others. Yeah, I agree. Not everybody, but yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. Or or it's a progression, right? You start off with cars and end up in watches because you're a little older and you yeah. have a family or vice versa. You start off with watches, but then you get a little bit of money and now you get into cars, you know, or, or whatever. You could remain, you can have both, but it gets really expensive. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, P. Yeah. Ross, other things. We got about five you, minutes. You, you don't want to hear what I got to say. Star Wars and he and our, our guest is wearing Star Wars. Yes, uh, I Star saw that shirt. Uh, I saw the, the shirt. Star Wars. Do yes. your Star Wars yes. talk about <laughs> the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Have you watched the, was, the new was, It was awesome. It was awesome. You know I haven't what? watched it. No spoilers. No spoilers. Don't oh, spoil it for shit. him. You look, listen, it was when 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 you see it, you're gonna be like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? Okay. The, what they have incorporated, the Easter eggs, it okay. is it is great. It is great. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. Great. I, I watched and, season one. So season two, I think, came out yesterday, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. 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 Haven't I, I, I got a couple of friends, my kind of best two friends here. We're all in our forties. We're all kind of nerds. We all love sci-fi. Right. Uh, we try and get together one night a week, one night a fortnight, ordering some pizzas and watch a bit of sci-fi. And yeah. we're going to save that. And we're going to watch that together. So maybe Thursday let, next let, week. Let I'll me be. know what you think. Let me know what you think. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll and and, and if you saw what I saw, because I don't think you're right. going to catch it. I don't think you're going to oh, catch it. But I okay, caught okay. it. I caught that's, it. That's a challenge. I, yeah, I, I got to yeah, watch I it twice. It. Right. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like a plan. Well, Jody, oh, yeah. where can people find you? What's your Instagram handle and all that good stuff? Yeah, uh, they can find me at Just One More Watch on YouTube. They can okay. find me at... Just one more watch on Instagram, and and that's that's about it. That's the, the kind of two. I don't do Twitter because it's just a cesspit. But um, <laughs> I do I do Instagram and I do YouTube three videos a week. Sounds good, P. Ross. Right. Ross wristwatch love everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Sounds good. And SoCal watch reviews for me on YouTube uh, podcast, of course, Instagram, and in Spanish relojando. So if you have some Spanish speaking uh, guys or girls, relo relo. Yes. I get the, there you go. I get the last part. Jody, can you do that? <laughs> I can, I, I'm Scottish. We roll our arms. Oh, all there the you time. go. Yeah, we, that was we, a dumb we question. Do we Sorry. Do <laughs> well, anyways, thank you so much, uh, Jody, for being with us. This was super, super special. Thank you for taking the time. Gentlemen, thank Absolutely. you very much. It has been a pleasure to talk to you both. Enjoy the rest of your, you know, good luck with your channels. Keep keep going. You're, you're both doing good work. And enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Enjoy the rest of that tequila and bourbon. I see Mr. Ross topping yourself up there. MP oh, yeah. Apple. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. man. Last, last one. <laughs> I'm, off my, I'm off to my party. I'll see you All soon. All right. Absolutely. Stay Have humble. Fun. Be safe. safe. Stay safe, my friends, and stay humble. <laughs>